0: Even though I did not know the principles of A Course in Miracles back at this time, what the Course tells us is, if we have even just a little willingness, just a little bit of willingness to change or to see the world differently, or to live in a different way, Holy Spirit moves right in. Holy Spirit goes, okay, now you're willing. Now we can start working with you. Hello and welcome to The Motley Mystic's Meditation Musings. I'm Candice Shalew, the Mothead or Head Motley Mystic around here. In this podcast, I take you along on my daily dog walks where I often record some off-the-cuff musings about the Motley collection of spiritual thoughts and ideas that wander into my mind during the day. I'm sure you've noticed that there seems to be an inordinate amount of suffering and division in the world today. Whether it's political unrest or social unrest, disagreements about masks or vaccines or other issues, we seem more divided than ever and further away from changing our collective consciousness from separation to unity. In this episode, I give you the most powerful tool that you have available to you right in this very moment to end the separation we feel and restore us back to our original unity. So let's go for a walk. I used to be a very angry person and I felt like my anger was justified. I was angry at my father for abandoning the family when I was nine years old. I was angry at God because my father, as a Southern Baptist preacher, had preached many sermons against adultery and divorce and then went and did it himself. So I was angry at a God that didn't inspire much loyalty (laughs) to uh, his—and believe me, it was his—words in that Bible thing. I remember being so angry at my parents' divorce that my childhood Bible is filled with underlinings of passages forbidding divorce and adultery, that my father was wrong, 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 And I was angry that he was acting like he was right, that this was something he had every right to do. And I guess he did. We all have a right to make our own choices, even if other people are hurt by them. And of course, as I've grown and as I've learned, my father is not responsible for my anger. I am responsible for my anger. Of course, I was young. I didn't know these things when I made these choices, but Being an angry person was my choice, and it was a choice I embraced with great enthusiasm. And it wasn't until I reached my mid-30s that I realized I needed to make a different choice, (laughs) that my choice for anger had done a lot of damage to my life. It had cost me relationships. It had cost me my mental health in some ways. Uh, It was beginning to affect my physical health with high blood pressure and that sort of thing, and high cholesterol. Ah! (laughs) I was just a wreck. And so finally I thought to myself, there has got to be a better way. And I think, even though I did not know the principles of A Course in Miracles back at this time, what the Course tells us is if we have even just a little willingness, just a little bit of willingness to change or to see the world differently or to live in a different way, Holy Spirit moves right in. Holy Spirit goes, okay, now you're willing. Now we can start working with you. And the moment I became willing, I started to meet different people, people who weren't also angry and cynical and outraged at the world. I met people who were spiritual. I met people who were kind and compassionate. And it was through those people that I was introduced to uh, my metaphysical journey. I always call Wayne Dyer my gateway guru (laughs) because he was the first new age, I guess, or new thought person that I began reading and listening to. These kind people that I had met hosted a study of different texts and different religious beliefs in their home one Sunday a month. And by this time, I had stopped going to church because that seemed like a waste of time. And instead, I was actually in seminary at the time when I decided that it wasn't worth my time to go to church. But these folks began to open me up to this idea that I had a choice in how I lived. And Wayne Dyer convinced me that the reason I am here, the reason I am in this world, which is the reason every single one of us is in this world, is to learn forgiveness. And so I've told the story of my father before about how I've gone to his grave and forgiven him and still had to work through more forgiveness issues. And of course, that's never ending. I think we all, know that once we truly forgive some part of our past, that something else pops up, that we are never truly done with our forgiveness work, that this really is a journey and not a destination. But I see the anger and division and separation, and it reminds me that people were very much like I was back in my mid-30s and didn't know that there was a choice that they could make against anger, that they didn't know, they don't know, lots of people in this world don't know that they have a choice to not be angry. They have a choice to not be outraged. They have a choice to look at the world differently. And all it takes is a little willingness. It doesn't even take subscribing to some metaphysical teacher's methods or ideas, all it takes is that moment of going, I'm really tired of being angry. It's really destroying my life in so many ways. It's destroying my spirit and my mental health and my physical health. And when we reach that point, that's when spirit can step in and take over. And we have to be gentle with ourselves. My transformation out of anger into a more compassionate and loving state of being, not just a state of mind or spirit, but a state of being, wasn't overnight. And there are still moments when I can lose my temper quite easily or when I become frustrated with the state of the world and and the suffering that is ongoing and, and people that I perceive in the world to be evildoers or oppressors of some sort. And my heart goes out to the people that I perceive as being victimized, that I see as being oppressed or tortured or suffering in some horrible manner. And so we have a choice of what state we live in. And one of the ways that helped me transform my way of thinking and to drop 90% of my anger (laughs) over the state of things was to begin my study of A Course in Miracles. And and A Course in Miracles is not something that is dogmatic. It's not about doctrine. It's not about believing rightly. It's about being willing to see the world differently. It's about being willing to drop our anger, to drop our fear, to drop our hatred, to drop uh, anything that creates a sense of separation between ourselves and other people. One of the lessons in the Course says, I think with the mind of God. And I think that this is especially important in today's political climate. The majority of people in the world are not thinking with the mind of God. They are thinking with the mind of the ego. They're thinking about who's wrong and who's right. And they're thinking they're right of course and everybody else is wrong and they're thinking that we must compete for precious resources that are few and far between that are rare that are lacking in some way they feel a sense of despair at some of the events going on in the world the collapse of afghanistan the rolling back of human rights in that country especially for women and children and people can become outraged, or people can become despairing of that situation because it seems so hopeless. And it is hopeless. The Course says we have created a hopeless world because the ego has no intention of making any of it right. The ego has no sense of justice. The ego has no sense of mercy. The ego only has revenge. The ego only has hatred. The ego only has fear. And if we are living in that place of ego, where we are driven by our fear, where we are driven by our hatreds, and you know, tribalism, then yes, we create a hopeless world. But if we are willing, even just willing, one little iota, a mustard seed, As Jesus says, if our willingness is just that tiny, a sliver, and we are willing to see the world through the mind of God, to think about the world with God's mind. And God's mind is love. God's mind is full of nothing but love because that is the only thing that is real. And we're not talking about a sentimental kind of love. We're not talking about a cloying kind of love. We're talking about a fierce love and sometimes the most loving thing we can do, according to Ken Wapnick, who is an expert on the course and written many books, sometimes the lo- most loving thing we can do, he says, is to stop other people from hurting other people. Sometimes that is the most loving thing we can do, is to prevent more harm coming to other people. And so we can find ways to do that. Instead of giving into our despair, Maybe we find and support organizations that are doing just that, that are working to help in humanitarian causes, that are working to help those who are suffering. But the biggest thing we can do to help the world is to cultivate our own peace. And I know that seems selfish and people talk about, well, if we just go in, you know, that's just navel-gazing. It's not, it's how we change the world. It really is because I guarantee that your outrage will never heal the world. Only your peace can do that. The Course and other metaphysical teachings tell us that we are all connected. We are connected so much that there really is only one of us here. There is no separation in the mind of God. God does not see us as these separate entities walking around in tribes and political parties or whatever. God sees us as his innocent child. And that is singular. (laughs) We are all children of God, but we are the one child of God because there is no separation. And if you believe that there is no separation and that there is only one of us here, it is logical that if even one of us attains perfect peace of mind, then the whole world does. The Course and other metaphysical teachings also say that the world outside of us is merely a projection of the world within. And so when we see the world in turmoil, when we see a world without peace, when we see a world of hatred and division and separation, it is because that is the world within us. And if we change the world within, the world without will change. And I have seen this in my own life When I stopped being an angry person, when I healed the anger within the world inside of myself, the world outside of myself was no longer angry. I was no longer surrounded by angry people. I no longer had a tolerance for being with angry people. I no longer could watch the news because that's all it is. It's anger and fear and outrage. I know what's going on in the world but I can't let myself be debilitated by outrage. And that's what's happening in the world. We are allowing ourselves, we are deliberately debilitating ourselves by living in a state of outrage, by living in a state of fear. We are perpetuating what we see in the world because we get all upset about what's going on in the world. And the Course tells us that we are never upset for the reasons that we think. The outside circumstances are not why we're upset. We are upset because we have no peace. We are upset because we want to see an outer world of peace and harmony. It's what we say, but we are not willing to create that peace and harmony within. We still hold grievances. We still project our blame and our guilt onto other people, The world would be better if they were acting rightly. The world would be better if they weren't here. You know, the world would be better if we vote them out of office. And so we try and we still get the same old world because we're trying to rearrange the deck chairs on the Titanic instead of actually making the change of getting into our own cockpit and avoiding the iceberg in the first darn place. (laughs) And we have that choice. We can do that. It just takes a little willingness to want to see the world differently, to want to be in the world differently, to give up our anger, to give up our grievances that just sap our energy, and it doesn't solve anything. It just makes the divisions deeper. It just makes everything worse. And so my invitation to you today is to be willing. Be willing to let go of some of your grievances. Be willing to let go of some of your anger. Be willing to let go of your despair over the world. If you are willing to go inside and change the world within you, to identify the places of outrage, the places of anger, the places of despair, the places of fear and hatred that are within your own soul, And you hold a place for all of that within yourself, knowing that if you can heal, even the tiniest bit of healing, if you can bring even the tiniest bit of healing into your own heart, into your own soul, that healing will multiply. That healing will be part of our total healing because we are all connected. We are all one. We do not save this world by putting more anger into it. We only save this world by putting more love in it. And we only can put more love into the world when we have put more love into our own hearts, into our own minds. When we become a channel for that love, then all we will see is love. That's what the Course says. When you want love, then Everything you see will be love. All you will see is love. It takes just a little willingness. And here in this bodily realm, it can also take a little time. I'm not suggesting that any of this happens overnight. It doesn't. I have worked on this for years, literally for years. And I still have more work to do. I still have more anger and more hatred and more grievances to purge from my own heart because this is, as I said, a lifetime journey. Will I ever reach enlightenment? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. But enlightenment is only a state of remembering who we truly are at all times, remembering that we are the light of the world, that that is our function here. It is our function to be willing to be that true divine self, that higher self, that knows only love, that knows only peace and joy, and we can get there. It only takes a little willingness and practice. That's what the workbook of A Course in Miracles is for, to help us practice, to help put those concepts and ideas firmly into our heads first, and then they can move, migrate from our head into our heart so we can become, we can become who we already are, the light of the world, peace and joy. So I invite you to take this time and examine your own limitations, your own barriers to love, whether that is fear or anger, whether that is despair, whether that is apathy. Examine that and be willing, just even a little bit, be willing to see it differently. Thank you for spending some time with me during my mobile Motley Mystic Meditation Musings. I hope you'll join me again for future podcasts. In the meantime, you can find more of my writing at motleymystic.substack.com, and you can listen to my sermons and other teachings at Jubilee Circle here in Columbia, South Carolina, by visiting jubileecircle.com. The music you're hearing is a song called Lazy Day by Jason Shaw from the website Free Music Archive. Until next time, keep musing and meandering, you Motley Mystics!